0: The following may contain language which will be offensive to some people and inappropriate for children. Still here? Then pour your favorite beverage and let's get this fucking show started. Fantastic forum assembled. We're back and we're live, like we are every Wednesday. And we're here giving you uh, reviews on comics, views on news, and uh, no booze for me, but a little bit of booze field commentary on a lot of different topics in pop culture and uh, current events in comics and movies and all that all that stuff that people talk bullshit about. We're here doing it, doing it live. I'm here with uh, my man, Jay. Say hello, Jay. Hey, what's up? Yeah, Jay is going to bring you a review of Came the Mirror uh, manga, I believe, and uh, bringing us uh, the Brain Anthology, which is a webtoons, webcomic, horror anthology that Oz mistakenly thought was a cartoon series. But yeah, either way, (laughs) see, there he is, egg on his face and everything, you can't see him. It's all blurry because the egg even got on the lens.
1: Yeah, well, it's a yeah. like,
2: goddamn.
0: <laughs> it's not your fault. I had to like a... stare at it for a yeah.
1: while, yeah. and it's yeah. really screwed up my last video. But I was yeah. thinking about redoing something that's supposed to be a reaction. Yeah. And uh, also fitting that there's no Mayor Young today, considering all the false information he was spewing last week. It's like it was killing me watching egg? the guy. Just,
0: just wrong. Yeah, well, look, I just love how he uh, last week he said uh and was amazing, and then he's like, Oh, I didn't see it.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> you guys heard that too, right? <laughs> I wasn't the only one. <laughs> and it was funny, I told Emily, like, hey, yeah, Larry loves that thing. He's like, Really? And he's like, Is it because it's Disney? i like, I don't know, he hasn't seen it. He does <laughs> But yeah, uh, Larry. Like as you heard, Larry's not here. You saw Oz, um, the the handler of the package, and then uh, as always, if you want to get in touch with us, the lady will tell you how. I'll do that right now.
3: Want to get in on the action? Call Fantastic Forum on Skype and join the fun. Too shy to call in? That's okay. You can join the Discord chat room available at
0: FantasticForum.Live Live
3: join the party. You know you want
0: to. And just like she said, you can join our little group and and chime in. Um, You can actually uh, do what Tiger Claw did and hit us up on our chat room. We got chat room open where he says, uh, any of you guys seen the Uncharted movie?
3: And I haven't. But Jay, I've seen it. Um, It was really good. Like, uh I and keep in mind I didn't play the first or any of the games except for like I play Lost Legacy, which doesn't even have Nathan Drake in it. Um so I can't say story-wise, but uh feel-wise it was like really good. Um I loved it. Like was there was great, really
1: great. um Let's see. Let me try to be non-spoiler, even though I haven't seen it. I heard that one of the places they had to go to was inside of Papa John's. And it's not even, like, like, they built the Papa John's over it. It's, like, clearly visible with, like, a little piece of glass in front of it. But it's this ancient thing, like, vent or something that they have to
3: get into. Is Did that really happen? Um, They don't end up inside the Papa John's, but they are in front of it. <laughs> Okay. Not going to lie. The whole ancient past, modern day, like, it, it makes us weird. But Uncharted always felt like, to me, like it would do something weird like that. like, they're going through the, they have to go into this church and then they go through a passage that leads to a nightclub and then. The nightclub leads to the Papa John's, and it's, yeah, it's uncharted.
0: But technically, all those places are charted. Like, they're on Google Maps, they're on Yelp. Like, they're charted.
3: Not the under part.
0: Yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, you can't. You can't build a Papa John's without the inspector going all in, all, you know, elbow deep <laughs> in the drywall. You know what I mean? <laughs> like,
3: <laughs> uh, it takes place like in Italy or something, right? Oh. Um, no, it's a oh. Spanish. That's all the same. I believe it's a Spanish place. Facebook
0: user says LA. Sorry, Facebook user. I don't know who you are because you haven't given people permission to use your uh uh, it's, it,
1: it's in a country where Antonio Banderas does not seem out of context. Yeah, so there's right. Antonio Banderas in it, right? Yeah. Okay,
3: he's pretty good. That's That's all same to me.
0: I didn't watch that movie because it was weird that the uh, Mark Wahlberg was like the older dude and Nathan Drake was like a little kid. But that's not really why I didn't see it. I
1: just I'm not going to the theater. He's like <laughs> yeah. a little kid, right? Because he, he he's a bartender, so he's at least twenty one. Yeah, just like in real life, he just looks really young.
0: But I mean, I saw the trailer; it looked cool. Uh, so I'm not like saying, "Oh, he was bad for the part." It was just in my mind. I'm like, when I first saw the poster, I was like, "Oh, Marky Mark is Nathan Drake. That works." And then that yeah. wasn't the case. Yeah,
1: yeah, and then. He turns into Spider-Man, right, at one point when he's climbing back into the airplane through those crates. Right. That's all wall-crawling wall ability. <laughs> and yeah, I didn't see a mustache on Sully, so I was out.
3: Uh He has one at the end.
1: Doesn't count. I'll watch part two then, if he still has it. Now,
0: <laughs> Sully's the older dude in the games, right? Is that who yeah. he's referring to? Now, that dude was, like, ah, let me see. Like, I would have pictured, a, like, a dude like Bruce Campbell playing him instead of Mark Wahlberg.
1: Yeah, but it's supposed to be a young Nathan Drake. Yeah. And uh, when you get to the games, he's already been with, like, Sully has lived a hard life to Oh, okay. Mark Wahlberg to, to what he looks like in those games
0: yeah all right i'll allow it i mean i hear the movie is good uh tire claw over here says it did pretty well at the box office and now tom holland has another franchise besides spider-man yeah and he's working for sony too so yeah it's that's you know our little take on the uncharted movie for you uh do with it what you will if you want to see it tell us no we we're out of uh out of pocket saying some of these things, you can do it in the comment section, especially after you like, subscribe, and hit the bell. Uh, but Jay, man, one thing we didn't get to talk about last week was this comixology thing, comixology gate. Uh, yeah,
3: people are really it's...
0: mad about it. Uh, Pat and getting pats on the back, and then yeah, it, and uh, for me, it nothing really changed. Except for like, but I didn't try to buy anything and I tried to try to look for anything, I just tried to read what I had already purchased or downloaded in part of my Comicsology Unlimited um subscription, which that was a complaint I read online in one of the articles. It's like some of the stuff I bought, like I can't find anymore, and uh I didn't have that issue at all. Um you know it looks prettier, but there's tabs missing now, and uh, I don't know, Jay, what's your experience with comics? Mine didn't seem to be too bad, but like I said, I didn't do anything (laughs) other than read what I already had.
3: Oh, I think it was, it's, I've actually been having a pretty bad time, like, not like super bad, like, reading for the most part is okay, it's a little harder to find stuff. It's a little harder to organize your collection. Or when you're buying, it's a little harder to know what exactly you're buying. Um, adding stuff to the wish list is almost impossible now. Uh, and I, I tried to go on, like I, I can do it in the app. I can read stuff, but I can't read online anymore. Like when you go to comiXology.com, it takes you to the store, the Amazon store, and there's no option to read my, uh, read your books anymore. Huh. So I, I don't, yeah, I'm overall not happy with it. Like the only good thing is that some of my Kindle books uh, are comics, but they're, listed as books, so like my Gravity Falls uh, book and Through the Woods that we reviewed on the show like eons ago uh, were listed as books, but I can now read them with the rest of my comics. Uh, But other than that, it's not great. Like, it's not great. And from what I hear, uh, creators are actually really getting screwed yeah, I heard because that. Comixology was paying like 70 percent per something, and Amazon only pays like 30 percent, or Kindle only pays like 30 percent. And it's like because Kindle was made for like prose books and not image books, yeah. So, it uh, yeah, I think. Uh, everything is bad, and I will, I, I did want to bring this up, this is one specific issue I'm having, and I don't know if it's related, because I think I might have encountered it even before the, the uh, combination, but there are books that they just don't sell. Uh-huh. And like it'll be part of a series um but they'll like be missing volumes and I don't understand why it's making collecting and reading hard yeah i yeah,
0: I don't understand why, but was that wasn't a problem you had before though right it just it popped up now
3: i I'm not sure like i I can't remember. Like, it's very recent. Okay. And, you know, I started reading a book or a manga, and it's in volumes, and they're missing, like, volume seven. Or was it seven? Something like that. But they have, like, one through six and eight through 14 but they're just randomly missing seven. Like, I, it's it's so bizarre.
1: Yeah, and that sucks because you you would buy it, right? It's uh, You could find it digitally anywhere. But, I mean, I, I
3: did. I, I ended up having to, because I it was either that or wait and not read, and I wasn't going to do that. But, yeah, I, I would buy it. Like, that's money the creator could have had and the publisher
0: even less now
3: but still they would have had something <laughs> right
0: now this shines a light on like what alternatives people can use for comicsology cuz comicsology is pretty much it, it's it's your one-stop shop i mean you can get digital comics other places but um apparently there's a bunch like publisher specific titles are available you can get them through like dark horse dynamite humanoids uh idw image uh although marvel like with their own app you know you can get them straight from there and it used to be great with marvel image even dc where you can um you can buy them on that app and then it'll be show up in your Comicsology. uh library as well but I, they stopped doing that after a while and uh the ones i bought on the digit on the dc comics app were on the dc app and the other ones were in Comicsology. that happened years ago nobody nobody's really using it as much back then but uh there you know there's a there's a also like humble bundle which uh i was supposed to have a mo deal for you with that but Uh, it's not gonna happen (laughs) but that's a i've gotten like they they usually do really good deals that aren't like cover price so you know they're out there and of course there's always the bootlegging i mean we don't encourage that but like in joe's situation it's like well i want to buy it but i need to read it right now to keep reading this series i'm gonna have to bootleg maybe that's it's a terrible you know yeah, it's all if you want to do it digitally. You can always go to your comic shop, but like like I talked about I, a couple weeks back, sometimes they only do things for their pull list members.
2: Yeah.
3: Right. And I know for me, like, uh, switching to digital was a very conscious, conscious choice. Yeah. Like, for two important reasons. One uh, being that, you know, I lost my collection before twice and digital makes it a lot harder for that specific loss to happen and two just space like i don't have a ton of space and i'm actually even running into a digital issue right now because my tablet is running out of space but that's different like at least that space doesn't take up a lot of space it doesn't but it doesn't like,
0: cost you signing another lease for a bigger apartment.
3: <laughs> right. And like if I had all my old comics like in the space I had now, I would not be living comfortably. And so moving to digital was a, a, a very conscious choice. Uh, but being that, as it may, I'm not willing to go to a bunch of different sites like uh, just like with streaming services, I I picked Comixology because I can get everything there and I'm not going to go shopping on the Marvel, the DC, the Emmys, the Dark Horse, the Yen Press, the, like all these different apps and have all these different readers and go through all that mess. Like, yeah, they need to fix Comixology.
0: Yeah. I'm sure they'll probably do because, well, you know, all it has to do is, you know, they're making it harder for us to buy certain things. So it's where you place your dollar in the meantime.
1: Yeah. And unfortunately, something like a, like a manga, and I'm sure I, I don't know what which one you're referring to specifically, but I'm sure it's probably obscure. You can't just no. go to your comic book shop and, and find it. Even the big stuff, there there's, I know of three comic book shops near me I guarantee I wouldn't be able to find uh, whatever book you're looking for in any of them. If, if any, I'm actually been going in my head, kind of like a virtual tour of the last time I was there. I don't even remember the manga section, but you know, I could go to like Barnes and Noble or we have a BAM out here too. Like they have tons of manga.
3: Mm -hmm.
1: It's, it's kind of, but even that, even going there where I know I can find the most concentrated, uh sta- Stock. It's still a crapshoot whether or not I'm going to find the book that I'm looking for. Even whether it's uh, so you're reading something obscure or something that's that's popular, it's still like, you know, you're you're wasting time and money to go to these places looking for it when it should have just been on your whatever device you're using for for that app. Right. Especially if they have like the. The next five books. It's one thing if it, if like they only got up to six, and that's it. We can't get any more. But to just have that one book and then have the next five,
3: it's right. It's, weird. it's very weird.
0: Yeah, it, it's it's a, a a travesty in a sense. I mean, like I said, I haven't experienced uh, what everybody's complaining about per se. But I am gonna try and test the website tomorrow and see what it does. <laughs> and uh, I never read through the website. I only bought stuff through the website because I'm an Apple iPad guy. And oh, you can't, I don't
3: buy, know I, you can't buy on that. So I don't read through the website. Um, just what, what because the website dealing, is the website is awful. Yeah. Um, something about their programming. It's really slow and it's prone to crashing, but I, I did use it to pull up stuff for the show. Um, I will, like when we're, when we're showing you uh, parts from books, uh, that's normally through my uh on the website. Uh, uh, that's normally what I would use it for. Uh, and to not have it, it's a downer. You guys are gonna miss out for it.
0: Yeah.
3: The audience.
0: Yeah, blame Amazon.
3: I do. But yeah. they're, they're fucking up.
0: <laughs> um, let's see. Yeah, right, we got our topics out of the way here. Uh which one you wanna do first, Jay. You wanna do webtoons or do you wanna do uh came the mirror?
3: Uh, let's do came in the mirror. Okay. So, I don't have a,
0: a manga theme, but I can do just the the comic book review theme. That works, right? Yeah. Woo! Comic book review. Like review. <laughs> well, not not like that, but like. Xenocore chat is uh, okay. What did I miss? Yeah, well, you missed Larry getting all that uh stuff wrong about Machina a couple weeks back, and now he's not here because he's afraid of you. Heck, <laughs> the goddamn weasels.
3: Yeah, I blame him, even though he's, he's not in charge anymore.
0: Yeah, he probably fucked Comixology's wife and now he's stuck doing that.
3: That's <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Came yeah. the mirror is a collection of stories by Rumiko Takahashi. Um the famous the author behind artist behind Inuyasha, Ramna One Ranma one half. Um And other things, and uh, it's a collection of those stories. Uh, The title story, "Came the Mirror," is about uh, people will get like a mirror on their hands, and when that happens, they're uh, basically it's their job to like uh, force demons out of people and purify them. And so this round is about two kids who find out they both have a mirror. And so they are working together to try and stop themselves from being killed by this uh, man that's more demon than man. It's more... Yeah, that's more demon than man. And uh, yeah, it's... I, I like it. I I thought it was pretty cool. Um the artist standard Rumiko Takahashi artwork. Um, so if you like it, you like it. If you don't, you know it's more of the same. And I yeah, I think that's about it. Like it's pretty good. I like it. And the other stories That come with the anthology are pretty good too. Like there wasn't like any bad stories. And we even get like an autobiographical story at the end.
0: Oh, tell me a little bit about that, man. What's his autobiographical tale like?
3: Um, so it's it's Ramiko Takahashi and who boy, what is that guy's name? Um hold on the guy that did short program, which mode you may remember us reviewing that. I do not. I know. <laughs> like I, I know you have a fucking ridiculous memory, but yeah. but I know there are some things you won't yeah. remember off the top.
0: It's usually more narcissistic in nature because <laughs> it's stuff <so laughs> pertaining to me. <laughs> but um well, yeah, every now and then it's a. Uh, I do the the Japanese stuff though, like it kind of just one here <laughs> not the other, unless it's something I really like. But like if I would have read it, I probably would have remembered, you know. But unfortunately,
3: I didn't read it. I think he did. Like no, I think this. That, the, oh, this. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's Mitsuru Adachi. Okay. Who uh, did short program? He did touch, um, and it's basically them talking about uh, how they got started doing manga, and uh, it's a, it's a pretty interesting. Like, um, Mitsuru Adashi kind of has this like comedic spin on his whole thing. About him getting started, and it was like brother was an artist, and uh, he talks about how he disappointed his family by becoming a manga artist. (laughs) But, uh, and on the other side, you have Rumiko Takahashi talking about like how uh, she wasn't really into art, but she like gradually gets into it and uh, ends up you know, reading her brother's manga and submitting her stories to, like, contests and uh, different things that she did to get recognized and to start uh, making manga professionally. And, uh, yeah, like, they're pretty, like, like I said, it's entertaining through and through. Like that.
0: How many stories are in it?
3: Um six. Okay. I wanna say six. Don't quote me on it though. I no, you could quote you me. Have a
0: chance to read it because I oh, it. Okay. Seems like I would have finished it in time. <laughs> Maybe.
3: Yeah, there's six stories. And yeah. How fast mostly we- doing what the occult and supernatural? You have, like, a a story about a revenge doll uh, who a guy gets it and uses it to curse his enemies. Uh, One guy gets possessed by his childhood friend's cat. Um, (laughs) And another guy tries to use this flower to, like, brainwash a girl into loving him. Okay, first you got to tell me the story about the cat. <laughs> the, the best friend's cat. Okay, was well, a childhood friend. Okay. So it basically starts out when they're young, uh the guy doesn't like cats and the girl is trying to show him her cat and he ends up like climbing up a tree and breaking his arm. And so later when they're like in high school the cat just goes up to the guy and possesses him. And like, he turns his arm into like a cat paw uh, because he's about to die. And so he like goes and like, so he can live in him. And so he has to go to the girl and try to figure out how to get back to normal and, you know, rekindle their friendship throughout trying to get his this cat paw to get back into an arm and uh yeah it's pretty funny it's pretty i I love the resolution like you think it's one thing but then it's like throws a curveball at you and uh i don't want to spoil it in case you do end up reading but it's fun
0: It's just like the way you said it, a childhood friend's cat possesses this dude. (laughs) Right. So random. (laughs) (laughs) J random. Um yeah. Uh how how uh how fast of a read is this?
3: Um I read it fairly quickly, like about an hour maybe. Okay. I don't know, give or take. I wasn't timing myself,
0: yeah, I know when you brought it up last week in the little production meeting, it's like it just seems so huge, right, but, but yeah, no the way you explain it now it's like, okay, it might be something now the trick was finding a, a review copy or a <laughs> you know, you know, or a digital copy to read, but okay. Now, overall, what's uh, what's your take on this, man? How many, how many cat paws out of five do you give this anthology?
3: I would give it a four. A four, like yeah, it's very comfortable and good, and I like the art, and it's familiar. Um, It's interesting; the stories are like all from different years, Uh, so it's like more like a collection of her works. Okay. Of her supernatural short stories, which is cool. Like, I'm down. Nah. All right, four out of five
0: from Jay Oz. What would you review? Uh, Jay's review of Came in the Mirror. What would you give that?
1: Uh, well, you made me want to know more, which is always a good thing because it, it makes me want to go out and actually actually read the books I won't but I felt like I did <laughs> as he was talking so I give Jay's review uh, a four because he almost got me to to click the link <laughs> right. or whatever, whatever all right all right let's move right along to the uh
0: I wish Larry was here because he read I want to hear his thoughts on the the cat paw <laughs> right i end up with a cap paw himself. <laughs> um, but yeah, let's go over to this webtoons. I did read one of these, but I still don't like. I'm gonna have you do the the preamble. To tell us what what this anthology, brain the brain anthology, is because even though I read some of it, I don't know how to <laughs> really convey what it is. I'm okay, Jay.
3: So the brain anthology is a collection of Webtoon stories. Uh, They split them into two categories, uh, the unknown and skin crawling. Uh, The unknown being your more like psychological, Twilight Zone-ish type of stories. And the skin crawling is your more visceral horror type stories. Um, It starts off with the latter, which is just a bunch of people looking at a ladder, hearing that they're, they're not sure what's up the ladder, but they know that people that go up either don't come back or they come back completely changed. And it's these people, and they're basically just talking and decide like, talking about whether they should or shouldn't go up the ladder and eventually someone comes who says she has been up the ladder and she kind of gives them a perspective and like tells them more about it and then we see like from each of the characters perspective like what's in front of them and it's a very Twilight zone type story. And uh, I thought it was a good one. like, I, yeah, like, it made me keep going with, like, I, it gave me a good feeling about the rest of this anthology. Uh, Mo, you read the latter, correct?
0: Uh, no, the one I read was um, Dead Air.
3: Oh, Dead Air. Oh, okay. yeah, that's like a horror one.
0: Yeah, uh, Xenocore in chat says this story sounds like it's on black and white film. One is wearing a beret, the other smoking, and someone is slapped. <laughs> <And a different laughs> They they do have a weird uh, international feel. I don't know how international these are, but there is a little bit of uh, maybe a nuance. I only got that from the few stories I read that is probably not American. <clears throat> you know? Um, mm-hmm. But I read Dead Air, and I was annoyed because part of that nuance is the pacing. Like This kid finds a, a radio that's broken, and he fixes it. And then the radio is telling him these weird stories about psychopathy. And that last story is basically uh, describing a murder, uh, a home invasion and murder. And he's listening to it and he's like, oh, I got to show my dad this. And then he goes down for a snack. And the people that were murdered in that little, quote unquote, radio drama were actually his parents. And so he was listening to a narration of his parents being murdered, and that was a big twist. And it kind of annoyed me because the, like the, it took three comics to do that. And now, granted, these are short; they're really short. But it's like it still took too long for me to get to that payoff. But it, the art in it is great. I really love looking at the art, the design, the logo for the, each little story has its own logo, like its own little comic book. And I was like, man, all right, I want to see this done like maybe as a, as a more fleshed out comic. I also read it on my iPad and one thing I didn't know about webtoons was that it's actually designed to be read on your phone. So everything like uh, I don't know if I can even show it properly but let's see like this one red dart episode three it starts off like like this and then as you scroll down it just gives you everything and then in it it's all it's all designed to fit in the width of your phone screen and in the ipad it's not so You just everything is a little strip and you have like the letterbox effect but it's like white and it's it wasn't a pleasant experience reading it like that i tried zooming in it didn't work because if you move it you know if you move to the right a little it throws it off center and uh but when i actually switched i tried reading seven miles down on the phone and it just looked amazing because the art was really good in that one. And it's like pastel color, even though it's horror. And um, But I didn't even get to finish it. And so I'm like, okay. But then Ooh, that I one was, is
3: so sad. Like, <laughs> yeah. like I, I love that, but it's just fucking sad as shit. Like, oh, my God. You're ma- <laughs> dude, you make me sad. You make me sad. Oh, my, <laughs> oh. Yeah. Sad. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> my God. He's for real. called.
1: <laughs> <laughs> What's 7 miles down 7 miles down <laughs> oh.
3: it, I think I think it, it it really resonates with me and it's like yeah. this girl like they found a trench deeper than the Marianas and so they sent her in the submarine and she's go- supposed to explore and you know she's like they're communicating with their through radio like her team And, you know, the signal is breaking up, and she finds out that, like, people, like, they're, like, kind of talking shit about her. And she's, like, feeling, like, really bad. And, like, the loneliness and isolation of where she is is just, like, really getting to her. And it is, man, it, I don't know, it just, it, it hit me, like, Man, it's like I feel so bad for her. And she's like so alone. Like Does man. it
0: remind you of your time in the Navy?
3: No. No. So oh, it's, okay. no. I think it's just a general feeling of isolation, but like oh, okay. the bad isolation. Like yeah. as an introvert, like I love me some isolation, but there are times when it's like not great and there are times when your thoughts and your your feelings are like doing the wrong thing the things you don't want them to do and the times where like yes, you do need to surround yourself with like the people that love you and she can't like because she's just stuck there right so it's like man now i'm getting sad. like it's so good and so sad.
1: So it's a story about them going uh seven miles down in a submarine. Yeah. yeah. So, um I don't remember my conversion, but seven miles is less than twenty thousand leagues, right?
3: Um that's I can ask Google.
1: Uh, it actually, Jeff Bezos updated it. Twenty thousand. It was a it was a literature joke. I didn't actually think you would.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Look, you're talking to a nautical expert. Like he, not only did he do service in the navy, he also worked. What? How long did you work for the little mini cruise line on this boat, Jay? For like six oh Oh,
3: like six years.
0: Yeah. yeah, he even had a captain of a ship watch him poop once. Like, he knows. You can't ask him no no nautical question and he'll give you an answer. The 69,000
3: miles. Uh,
1: okay, so the book is longer. Yeah. Deeper. <laughs> Sorry, it's a book. Of course <laughs> it's
3: longer. But you gotta add to the Marianas. So seven deeper, seven miles deeper than the Marianas Trench
1: that's like the center of the earth. right? Okay. Now I have to ask how deep is the is the is Mariana's Trench? I never met her, but she sounds like a <laughs> whore.
3: And a lot of fun. Uh the, uh, the Mariana Trench, trench. Uh, It's the deepest oceanic trench it measures about 1,580 miles. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, life is rough on the
1: on the seas, man. That's that that is deep. That I can see why you guys were brought to tears with the amount of deepness. <laughs> oh, that's that's great.
0: That story. <laughs> <laughs> now, I, I honestly, I just started reading like the first bu- bu- bubbles of dialogue. Like I was, just, I was actually trying to read it while. Joe was setting up the stream. Like, he was on his computer. I was on mine. I'm, like, looking at it. So I didn't get to actually read it. And then when I told him I was just starting to read this, the art really good. And he started doing that again. Like, the, <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm like, what happened? Like, oh, save it for the air. But uh, <laughs> the one, I tried reading the hotel, and the guy driving the taxi annoyed the fuck out of me. So...
3: Uh, I get that. Yeah.
0: But that was, I was reading that on the tablet, which was already annoying me as it is. I'm like,
2: ah, fuck this.
0: Like, so I, I'll try to go back. Cause I mean, if a character annoys you like that, that, that means the writing's creating some sort of reaction in you, you know?
2: hmm.
0: Assign them something done right. Um, but yeah. So, I, you know, how many of these, do you read all of them, Jay?
3: Yeah.
0: And how were they delivered? Like is it a weekly thing or a...
3: um I believe it was one chapter a week. Okay. But I'm I'm reading it late, so Okay. It was all like when I read it it was already completed. Okay. So I was able to quickly go from one story to the next. Nice.
0: Yeah, no, I I got to I got to get on this webtoons. There's um an artist I like that does his own comic there, uh, I forget what it's called, but it's Dean Haspiel, and, and he's done... I don't know if you guys ever watched Board to Death on HBO. Um, it's Zach Galifianakis had a comic book. He was a comic book artist in that show, and he had his, his comic book called Super Ray, and, but Dean Haspiel did the art for it in the show. And, uh, the guy that created the show, Jonathan Ames, wrote a, a graphic novel and, and Dean Hasfield did the art for that. So, and that's what he does. It's the red he hook. The red hook. That's what it is. Yeah. And it's almost like about a retired superhero living in Brooklyn or something. I, I, I'm misrepresenting it, I'm sure, but it seemed interesting and I like the art. I like his style. So maybe we'll be reviewing that soon. <laughs> Give me an excuse to read it, to binge it. Um. Yeah, oh yeah, there. It is. Yeah, and that's that's the exact the scrolling thing is is how it is. But if you were to read it on your phone, it'd be the exact width of your screen.
3: Right.
2: Yeah.
0: Oh yeah. So, it's dare, Daredevil. Kinda, it's similar.
1: Daredevil is a dog, so the ears are floppy.
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> <clears throat> so yeah i and I mean I can only review the the one I read fully, which was dead air, which again aside from the i i can't even really call it a pacing issue i mean the shit was like six pages, <laughs> you know, but uh the payoff was there it was, it was cool and that, but I guess what it and I think that's under the unknown or skin crawling uh tag. Which I didn't. Yeah. I didn't think skin crawling on And then, so, it, you know, if it leaves me with questions, it's fine because it's just about the reaction. So, uh, the reaction it gave me at the end was good. But I want to know more like, why do all these people have all these radios? Because <laughs> like, it's not just radio. Like, and it's an organization with like the Illuminati, like, triangle eye. And then this guy just comes and confiscates the radio, puts it in the hall with a bunch of them. And like, where are all these radios coming from? You know, <laughs> I, I have questions. You know, so I guess I'm going to have to follow that dude on
3: Instagram. So I can badger him.
1: Also, also, what's a radio and how did a child know how to fix it? A YouTube. <gasps> he explains that. Yeah. Oh, he watched YouTube? Yeah.
0: Because <laughs> the, the, uh, the, the, nice. the dad wants to hang out with him. He's like, our kid's a dumpster driver. Like, what the fuck? And then he's like, he just picked up a radio. He's not getting food. You know, the mom it's like, well, why don't you go see what he needs? And he's like, Oh yeah. And then he's like, You're only ten. How do you know how to fix a radio? <laughs> and then, like, Ah, oh, YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> he he subscribed, liked, and hit the bell on our channel. Is what he did. <laughs> <laughs> he's like these mad buggy motherfuckers know how to fix shit. Um. But yeah, uh, I that one I would give like a, easily a four. You know. Uh, and then just scrolling through just the art on these, they all had really good art. It's a bunch of different artists and writers, and, and I, I'm pretty sure I would like most of these. <laughs> so, Jay, what would you give Web Webtoon?
3: Um, the brand anthology, I would give it a 4 out of 5. Um, there are a lot of good stories there. Uh, Metamorphosis is one of my favorites. It's about a guy who's like, feeling bad and he finds out there's a bug living under his bed and it like makes a deal with them to like give him uh, abilities in exchange for like breaking masks like it's good like i can't describe it but it's actually really good and the art for that one's amazing uh black and white art he's uh... uh
1: Available for for free, yeah. Yes, I just go to the site and uh, they they all they're all there.
3: Hmm. Okay. And and I also and... really enjoyed the episode Red Dart.
0: Oh, that's the one I. That's the my example right here that I was trying to. Yeah.
3: Say. It's about a vending machine that will give you anything. That has a value attached to it, like a monetary value attached. And yeah, it's it's interesting. Like you can like literally buy anything, and it'll charge you whatever it like the monetary value is. But then if you like ask for stuff that's illegal, it will like take that value in your like possessions and if you don't have enough money it'll just take stuff from you and it's it's really interesting and you see this one guy try to you know cheat the system or like try to game the system and then he like he gets fucked up like he deserves it though like like he had that shit coming to him,
0: and that one has some good art too. Yeah, and that's under the. I, and see, I didn't know about the the skin crawling and unknown thing. That was me. Mm-hmm. So I was like, "Why are these parentheticals here?"
3: Yeah, <laughs> they
0: all say the similar thing, but now I know.
3: Right.
0: Uh, I actually saw that you can download an app. Maybe that'll make it easier to read on my iPad. But again, these are formatted for your phone, so it's not like uh, when I was trying to read the question (laughs) on the app on my phone, it wasn't working. You know, these are formatted for this, so your phone should do fine, and it'll be good toilet reading because I can get through half of the anthology. After dinner, mhm, yeah, all right, let's move right along. uh, we still got a little time left here. um you guys didn't get to watch Peacemaker, right, Jay awesome. correct, I did, oh, you did, oh shit, all right, Cool. I really like that show, man. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like it was it was made for me. Like I really think HBO Max is uh, it's like the vertigo for the the DC shows. Like you get your, you know your standard fare on your CW, and then you get your more or I guess maybe black Label is the better, better way to put it. Where your fucking HBO Max has, because even Titans like I'm not a huge Titans fan like that. The show itself was like okay, but then you got your your Doom Patrol and, and and your Peacemaker and all this. So,
1: I I was a fan of Peacemaker at first, but now I'm not sure. Why? He's bisexual. No, I didn't care about that. Uh, no, uh, I was reading this uh, interview with the uh, with Hollywood legend Alan Tudyk, uh-huh. and he said that that he was having trouble doing some lines for for harley quinn because there's an eagle in it and he kept saying eagly
0: because uh, uh-huh.
1: he had like he had just binged peacemaker and he loved it so much <laughs> it, and it just messed him up and i think anything that that affects uh hollywood sweetheart alan tudyk is uh can't be good if it affects the the work, you know. Well, you saw Eagly's
0: moments there, man. You saw that. Like it's not. You can't watch that and say, "Oh, uh, uh, Eagly ruined." Like you can't expect to not be ruined by
1: Eagly. You know. <laughs> the, the funny part is <laughs> reading stories that originally James Gunn wanted to use a real eagle. And I'm yeah. like, you're not gonna get an ego to do half the shit that this thing does. Man. I don't know, like he must have been joking, and somebody took him serious. Like, oh, he's yeah, a, he, he's a real artiste. He's like Nolan. He don't like CGI. Guardians <laughs> 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 of the Galaxy do love CGI. Yeah, <laughs> he loves CGI, and he'll save you money because he won't even focus on the amazing CGI thing. So he doesn't even have to be that good. He's gonna focus on a little something, doing a little dance or something.
0: nah dude but it's it's like i don't know this this show just i i was disappointed they're making a, a season two you know that was one of the news stories this week where it's like nah man like i like i got one full good story like i don't need more you know
1: it's it's tough because i have no idea where you go from here yeah I mean, I I assume James Gunn is gonna is gonna do it too, cause he he did this whole one, this whole first season, and I I I don't know how to feel it. it if somebody else does it, I feel like it might suffer. But then if he right. does it, maybe now he's repeating himself, and so that might make it suffer. I I'm really nervous for season two, and you know, I say where can it go from after that? But I kind of said the same thing after Suicide Squad. You know, yeah. I thought the Peacemaker show was going to be a prequel. like, Oh, we're going to find out how he ended up in Belle Reeve or something like that. And no, they gave us a, a story right afterwards. And it was amazing.
0: Yeah. And that's probably like when, when I hear James Gunn talk about it, he says, well, the reason I picked Peacemaker to do the show for is because he didn't have a full story. Like, everybody else had their arc, their character arc. You know, they grew, they were different at the end of it, and Peacemaker wasn't. So this is, like, what you didn't get in the movie for him, you get here. To me, that means, okay, one and done, that's it. Maybe you could bring the character in later and have him do, you know, uh, you know, if you want to connect it to Doom Patrol or something like that, Uh, you know, bring the those universes together. You can do it, and but... Or maybe he'll be in a movie and it'll be like, you know, continuing from what he was here, there. But I don't I don't know how another show, like, it won't have the heart that this one had, I don't think. Because... Yeah, this
1: whole season was, like, a Peacemaker's arc. Like, there's, yeah. there's a lot of growth in it. But towards the end, like, he's kind of dealt with all his issues. He's dealt with his dad issue, yeah. his, his issue with with Brett, with like not having friends, and yeah. like he deals with so much that he overcomes. I, I like, where where do you go from there? Maybe yeah. you know, focus on someone else, like Vigilante. It's like, Vigilante has no growth. Like, dude is the same towards the end that he was at the beginning. Yeah, but yeah. it's not gonna be the Vigilante show. It's gonna be Peacemaker season two. That's why I don't yeah i have confidence in james gunn to surprise me because yeah. he seems to do it a lot he does a lot of things that i'm like yeah i'm interested because it's something like but he's going yeah cut it off, and then i enjoy it the good so, thing is
0: i don't think they would rush a season two like it doesn't have to come out in a year you know like they can take two years and and really develop a story, but who knows? I mean, when it comes like, especially if you bring back the the characters of their team, because they all disbanded at this point, you know, they went their separate ways. So, they don't need to come back just for, John Cena needs to come back immediately, that's it. Maybe Vigilante. Uh, the blonde chick, too. eh, she can, but she doesn't need to, because, I mean, that whole team was, like, compromised, right? Like, with the one chick going into... Uh talking to the press, yeah.
1: Yeah, well, I think the Suicide Squad Task Force X was compromised, but they were yeah. like a, a little subsection, yeah. So they might still be okay. I don't I don't know. Do they get Amanda Waller back? Like cause she yeah. you know, she's, she spends like two minutes. In this whole series, but they're impactful yeah. two minutes. Like, you yeah, see, yeah. you see the repercussions of her two minutes throughout yeah. the, the whole thing, and yeah. even at the end, like she's just giving a look, and you know, you know she's planning something, and she's not happy. Uh huh. Which I mean, she's never happy, so I I, yeah, don't know. Happy. I I look forward to it, but I fear it for the, all the reasons that I stated.
0: Yeah. But, you know, of course, the soundtrack for me is is <laughs> what I like. Like, I mean, every moment had, like, well, just that. Episode four had that one montage with uh, the House of Pain, L.A. Guns' House of Pain. And I'm like, man, you know, I've heard this song since I was fucking four years old, <laughs> you know? But it never hit me, like, in that scene. And they're like, man, it's like hearing this song for the first time. And you know, when you think of hair metal, it's very cheesy, you know. But the songs were emotional and they were, you know, somewhat deep. A lot of them, the ballads, you know, and this one focused a lot on the ballad. You know, even um like and then the next episode ended with uh with whatchamacallit, uh the home sweet home. By Motley Crue, with him just playing it on the piano,
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And
0: then the next episode started with the actual song, so it's was like that through line
1: just was
0: really good,
1: you know. He, but even like little touches like that, like I saw him with the piano, I thought he was just gonna like mess yeah, around. Yeah. He starts like playing a song, and I was like, wait, that sounds familiar. Wait, is he playing Motley Crue? Yeah. Like <laughs> in this emotional, like the, yeah, the serious, sad, oh, yeah. God like yeah you know this guy but
0: then when the next episode starts and it's playing you see why you know because it's like he killed his brother to that song essentially
1: <laughs> you know my hand it's though. like the the butterfly at the end I don't uh-huh. that, wasn't, yeah. that wasn't the main one right that wasn't I don't think it was because I, th- no, I think I no. think they killed that one
0: yeah yeah they killed that one because um, yeah, I forgot how they kill her, but the, I remember them killing him. So I think it was just a random one. Uh, that cow thing, man, like that CGI <laughs> thing was grotesque.
1: Dude, and they give it the one little sharp tooth. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's like, really, like it makes it look like a creepy baby. Yeah, thing, and they're yeah. just milking it like these giant teats. It looked <laughs> like a baby Jabba the hut.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and it kept making these weird noises. Um, I really liked how they use um, the white dragon, you know, like it, it felt like they were trying gonna do too much with the two antagonists, you know. And it's like, no, it was just a plot point for him, character development, and it just fast kill, yeah, <laughs> one episode. I like,
1: I like that he figured out a way to have. White supremacists wearing white sheets, but not like that classic image, yeah, which kind of made it like interesting and made them seem more ridiculous because it's a pillowcase, yeah. The things are coming up like horns because you know yeah. the white dragon had the horns, yeah, and it makes complete sense. But you're sitting there watching, like that, they look ridiculous, but they make sense. I don't know how to feel about this,
0: yeah. And Judo Master, I guess, was like an open end too, because they didn't end up killing him. He's just out free, right?
1: Yeah, he was crying.
0: Yeah, because he like d- they revealed what they told him, though, right? To change his mind to make him go with the plan. Cause he yeah, they
1: told they told. Well, she everything that they tell Peacemaker to try to yeah. turn him in is what oh, they right. told. Him. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and he was Which, on board. Um makes it like people were some people were suspecting that the reason he's eating hot Cheetos all the time is so that the butterflies don't get in his it mouth yeah and then his costume covers his butthole so he's like safe. Yeah. But then hearing like how they turned him like well they, they don't need to get in his head. Yeah he, he was he was all in like he's crying like a little bitch when it yeah. what happens like he's a true believer. You don't yeah, you you don't need to to take him over. Yeah. And then of course the best line of the show for the whole
0: first season was fuck white power, it's the devil. <laughs> fucking love that shit.
1: <laughs> I wish that was my yearbook quote. It's it's the best line until you get to Resident Alien and you hear the word man ponds.
0: Oh my God. I yeah, that's. But I can imagine.
1: What episode is that? That's the one that just came out.
0: Oh, yeah. This week. Yeah, I uh, catch not, the, not today,
1: because I think there's one today, right? Yeah. So, not today, because I saw this episode like two days ago. So, whatever the last one was. I think episode four. Okay. Yeah. <sighs> That's all I'll say. It's just when, when I that, like I had to I kept hitting the back fifteen seconds button just to hear the whole thing again.
0: <laughs> yeah, I do that shit too. <laughs> uh, Jay, it's so you haven't caught it at all, huh?
3: No, not yet. Like, you you it's on my... Say again. You have HBO it's... Max, though, right? No, yeah. no, I had to. I I got rid of it for now. Okay, uh, for reasons.
0: Yeah. Clandestine reasons.
1: Yeah, but Lawrence wow. has it. Like you could probably, yeah, I can't say, you you probably use his account. What I can say, and stay within you know rules, is you can go over to his house when he's watching it and binge the whole thing. <laughs> and the point is, you 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 have you can get access, right?
3: <laughs> like that's... Yeah, I'm, I'm sure I can. Okay, figure it out. All right. Like I'll yeah, figure yeah. it out. Like yeah.
1: hey, I, it, I started to to say something and realized I'm I might be breaking terms of service. I better edit myself.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> look. They should be like Netflix and don't give a fuck. Just raise a price. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, they
1: should be. They should be like. I hate to say it. They should be like Disney, where you can have like five different people that can access it.
0: Yeah. Well, how many can uh, can you have on HBO? Oh boy.
1: I, I I don't know. I don't have HPO.
3: Yeah.
0: Oh okay. But yeah, I know because I have three.
3: The thing about Disney though is that they're kind of annoying. Like oh. they have a thing set up where if there's any kind of space in between uh your your device. In your screen, uh, then they, like, black you out. And that's annoying.
0: What do you mean? What do you mean? Like, if you're sharing uh, uh, an account? No. Like, if
3: you're trying to, like, uh, screenshot or record, like, get screen grabs. Yeah. It's uh, annoying.
0: They all do that now, though, too, man.
1: Yeah,
3: there's all kind of Amazon doesn't.
1: Doesn't? Okay. There's all, there's I all mean, to wanna... apps that I try to like send from the phone to the TV to watch it on TV and it won't let me do it. Like it'll actually say, no, you can't do this. We know what you're trying to do. You can't do it.
3: Like I'll say, I got like some of our, well, no, I shouldn't say that, but
2: right? <laughs> no, well, I Let's mean, just say you're, Amazon... a,
3: journalist. Jay, you're a journalist. You have,
0: you have fair use rights here for certain things
3: right yeah. well some of our review copies came from amazon oh okay so yeah. you know they don't they're not doing it yet or they haven't been doing it yeah. or at least for the stuff we did like yeah
0: yeah well they sent us willingly copies so that we can review and rate and promote part of the perks um <laughs> <laughs> what was the other thing I wanted to talk to you guys about? Fuck, I don't remember.
3: I know, I wanted to talk to Oz a little bit about uh, Vox Machina. Oh, yeah. Um, And I, I know, I'm actually behind. I didn't watch the finale, but I wanted to ask if you, like, read the comics. Like, are they no, pretty I'm, good? I haven't,
1: I haven't read the comics, actually. Um... Their origins, I know that. Mm-hmm. No, I, I haven't, I haven't read any of the comics. So I can't, I don't know if they're good or not.
3: Okay, I've seen yeah.
1: some of the art. The art looks fine. Like I wasn't blown away, but it, it, looks fine. I don't know. I, I wanted to read the comics, but look, I, I haven't even seen past the third episode oh. of the, of the anime. Oh, it's so, good. I, I just haven't had time.
3: And I actually like how they released. Like how they do three episodes at, at a time. time, which was like pretty cool. Which like, like, like than... a little
0: quest, so it makes sense. Yeah. I mean, right. I do know that
1: they are they do get into where because I said that the first few episodes started before the show started. And I've seen clips where stuff happens that oh, I remember that. So they, they do get into into the what what they streamed I guess is, is how to say it and in fact I think the the whole show is basically uh, about Percy right and the and the briarwoods
3: yeah this first season they're definitely the main uh story here
1: yeah so they yeah so they get actually pretty deep into what they did in the show because you yeah, know they go, several several sessions before they get back to his backstory and and figuring out some of his stuff because they have to yeah so I I, I want to watch it I do want to read the the comic I know they have uh, a couple other books for some of their other campaigns that I've seen on the shelves uh, both comic and it's regular what what do you call regular books
3: prose prose yeah. yeah
1: just regular prose books. Or that, amateurs, depending on who writes it. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, they in a lot of the stuff that I've seen them release, the art is always, it's never bad. I, I don't want to say it's always great or amazing. It's never bad from what I've seen of what they put out. So, yeah, I definitely wouldn't mind picking up the comics. I don't know how many there are, though.
3: A uh, big man says, "Watch the first two eps. They seeded the Chroma Conclave storyline and jumped to the Briarwoods.
0: One of my clients uh, watched the finale, and he said it was amazing. And he's not—he wasn't really like really into like Dungeons and Dragons until now, because one of his friends is really into it. So he's like, "I made you a character, and you can play." All right. And then he got into the show, and he really likes the show a lot. So,
1: The animated show or the... Yeah,
0: the animated show. But he, he's watched the other one, too. Like He went full Critter. <laughs> and, uh, and I'm like, man... But he's like, you know, talking to this dude, you wouldn't think, like, you know... He, he only started talking about that stuff with me because he saw my like my Silver Surfer poster I have at work. And he's like, oh, you like... Yeah, man. And then... Then it just bonds into everything else, and, and yeah, he, he really said like you said that that second that, that finale season finale was really good, but I haven't watched past the first three episodes myself, so I might check it out. I liked I really like that second the third episode? the one where they're in the house at like the dinner party. I really yeah, that's the third that. episode. Yeah, I really enjoyed that episode. So.
1: Yeah, apparently it just gets better from there. Yeah. Like yeah. That's where it really starts to pick up. Yeah.
0: Yeah. The stuff that Larry didn't like was like he didn't watch that episode either, right? That no, movie. he stopped
1: episode two. He's yeah. like, Oh, this, this isn't going anywhere. And yeah. Like, oh, episode three is where it starts to really kick off. Wow. Yeah. But yeah. you know what? I had the same thing with Arcane. I watched, I think the I think it was like the first two. And you guys yeah. told me I got to watch 3 and then I watched 3 I was like, "Oh, I want to see the rest of this." Yeah. I haven't, <laughs> but I want to.
0: Yeah, I got to watch that too.
1: I got a lot of shit to watch, man. Yeah, look, it's in my DVR. Ready to be watched.
3: Be yeah. <laughs> pretty by. soon you're going to have a game to play for Voxbuggy. No, no, for okay. uh, Final Space. Oh, yeah, huh? Yeah, they're coming out. Uh, Owen Dennis said uh, all the voice yeah. work is done. Uh, they're just finishing putting the game together. Yeah.
1: Is it... Like, at what point in the story does it take place? Is it, like, like the final season that they wanted?
3: Um, no, it's not the final season. It's... Justin, uh, like, uh, like an episode,
1: oh, uh, one episode,
3: something like that. Yeah, like, it's really... a story. It's a story arc. But it's not like the ending they want. Like, Owen Dennis is still kind of hoping that eventually in like 10 or 15 years, it'll be nostalgic enough so that they could continue it. Yeah,
1: look, I would have said he's wrong, but we're getting 90s X-Men,
3: right? Dude, we're yeah. getting fucking Futurama.
1: Yeah. I, I don't <laughs> know. I'm kind of done with Futurama. They keep coming back. Like every like, they already you know. made
0: the best episode ever. Like, I don't think they like there. some of those when they brought it back, I think the the third time, some of those episodes got really kind of deep. And it's like they already got that. Like the one with the dog. Like, fuck. I'm I feel like Joe reading. Seven miles.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this the best episode. The one where he's an old man and he gives up his love to. It's a weird time travel thing.
0: Yeah, the one where where the universe keeps they keep missing their their part in the timeline, so they wait for the universe to reset itself again. Is that the one?
3: That's, no, one.
0: that's a good that's one. Favorite. That's my favorite one. And, uh, I think I was thinking uh,
1: of a different one where Fry like. Lives this life with 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 her, uh-huh, and then right. loses her, but travels back in time and is in like as an old man, like advises younger Fry.
3: Oh yeah, but that was Bender's like, big score.
1: Yeah, but he doesn't yeah. like reveal like reveal that he's old Fry, and so like new Fry has a whole new life. With yeah, yeah that one that one's sad. Yeah, or that's, I think that's, that's that one. That's I'm like a movie, good. right? Like
0: uh, a TV movie. Vendors' big school. It, it, like, it, it could like have a, been a longer one, like forty-five
1: minutes. It, it's yeah, tough to remember because true. they all like blend together. Yeah. yeah. Point. You just but you remember these key moments like that. Like you yeah. Remember that I remember, like finding that out, that reveal of who this yeah. old guy is. That like oh
0: yeah, that was a really good one too. I remember watching that.
1: See
3: that I had Hex time to watch says, it back then. I was unemployed. Hex says Futurama without half the cast. I thought John DiMaggio was the only one not coming back. I think there's one more person.
0: Like the one that did uh the the Asian girl. I'm sorry, the Martian girl. Oh, okay. I love the whole thing with the Martians and the Native Americans, like or native Martians. <laughs> like that shit was fucking awesome. And it says hey, no, there's no there's one. What do you say? No, no, there's one with Leela and Fry where they live their lives, but everything is frozen around them. That's one too.
1: I mean, there's like we could pick episodes all day. There's one where he thinks his brother stole his lucky clover and had this great life. Yeah. And then you realize, no, that's like he didn't. He thought his brother changed his name and, and pretended to be him to have this yeah. great life. It's like, no, that's not your brother, that's his kid. He yeah, made after cuz he loved you so much.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. They already made all these awesome episodes. I don't know. Look, I don't I'm not saying they can't make more awesome episodes. I'm not going to say that they can't they don't have material to make good social commentary the same way they did back then. I'm just like this is might be Disney's future, you know? Cuz it's Disney bringing these old things back, you know?
3: Another thing that I was thinking is that kind of like why bring it back? Like yeah, it's it's interesting. Like, okay, so they brought Animaniacs back, but because of the format and the ratings, they were able to do stuff with it now that they couldn't do before. So it's right. like closer to like what they would have been doing back then had they been allowed to. Uh, but Futurama was always pretty much able to do what they wanted. Yeah. So it's like, you're not really like, f- to me it feels a little unnecessary. Yeah. Like, and don't get me, like, like we all love Futurama. We've all got great episodes that we love, and I am confident they can come up with some more, but it still feels a, a little unnecessary.
1: Yeah. yeah we Big man were man all
3: clamoring for Futurama. Yeah. That's the
1: thing. Big Man and Cat says money, which makes sense. He I it, it makes complete sense, but at the same time, I don't, I, people, I can't. I I don't see people clamoring for it like the first three times it was cancelled and brought back
0: Futurama got better and better the less money it made (laughs) you know (laughs) like the quality of the the storytelling was because at that point they're like fuck it we might might not get renewed let's tell the stories we want and that didn't save it you know it's Disney thinks there's money it's an AT&T move (laughs) (laughs) trying to buy DC Or you know, then they're gonna have to sell it off to Discovery.
3: I just really don't want it to end up like say Simpsons or Family Guy where you're just reading the description of the episode and you're like that sounds dumb as fuck. Like I just
0: watching the the funny parts on TikTok. Right.
1: I can't remember the last episode of The Simpsons that I watched. I wanna like, say I, it was it was a Halloween episode because those always tended to be good, but then it wasn't yeah. so I still yeah, even
3: the even the Halloween episodes to me are like fucking lackluster as shit. Yeah. Like now. Like I know last Halloween I went back and watched like some of the early treehouse of horrors. Like, man, they're they're so good.
0: Even the and little like, like intros were really good. Like right. The, the, the little anthology wraparound Treehouse mm-hmm. of
1: horrors were always like something you look forward to every year. Like, oh, it's, yeah. it's happening. Oh, all right. Yeah. And you get all excited. And like now, I, like I said, I think that's the last Simpsons episode I watched. And I can't tell you how many years ago it was. I know it was pre pandemic.
0: So yeah. It's been at
1: least like two or three. Yeah. It'd be interesting to
0: watch the pandemic episodes. Maybe I'll go back and look at that. Um, what was the treehouse of horror episodes that made you guys wet the bed at night?
1: I don't think I
3: I don't think none of them the most got, got me like
1: that. One. Yeah, no, no, none,
3: they
0: didn't one.
1: get me like that either. For me, <laughs> for me, are obviously the Edgar Allan Poe, just because I love that I love that poem. And mm-hmm. one I forget the name, but the I think I think uh the principal is like eating the kids.
3: Oh yeah, yeah, I was thinking of that one. Like and, that and one gets, is really good. And it gets towards the end where like
1: surely the Simpson children will survive and they don't. <laughs> <laughs> and It's like that, that one now got me a little bit because it's like, wait, no, the Simpsons are supposed to solve this mystery <laughs> and save yeah. everybody and now they're food. Yeah. <laughs> Ah, The
3: funny thing about that episode, too, is that it's, like, the only one that Homer isn't in, like, they ended up having to cut his part, or his line in that, for time, Yeah. so, like, it's the only Treehouse of Horror segment that doesn't have him in it. Is that
1: the one where he's listening to them tell the stories in the Treehouse? And so, like... At the end of it, he's like, "Oh, like, like, really freaked out." While the kids are like, "Oh, yeah, those were cool stories." Uh.
3: No, I think no, that was... was the first one. Yeah,
1: that's the that was... Alan Poe one. Yeah. yeah. Okay.
0: And it was good
2: stuff.
3: Um,
0: hey, look, you guys got any news stories? We can do a little news. We got time for news today. Um, this news music. <laughs> Comic book news. We should have a, like, like uh, Comic book like news. Of... <laughs> Well, not, not like that, but... Like... <laughs> Let's see what we have in the news segment here. I know you talked about the, uh... The final space game. Yes. That's um, good news.
3: Yeah, that is good. I think it's gonna be VR, too. Or VR compatible.
0: Oh, uh, it better be compatible, but I don't want to play the BR. <laughs> <laughs> let it be compatible. I don't I'm I'm old, I don't need this new shit. Um they're the dude that pretty much saved Star Wars comics passed away last week. We got Tom Veitch and uh they're doing a, a GoFundMe and you know because he didn't get his things in order. So that's kind of sad, but uh, what what really like got me was reading his story of how he um he saved the 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 dark horse the well the dark horse Star Wars like basically he had this idea for this comic book expanded universe that with George Lucas's express permission you know and Marvel just passed on it they're like nah. And we don't think that'll be good. And then they took it to Dark Horse, and Dark Horse went with it. And man, see, so see all that shit that come out of there, you know, <laughs> all the stuff that that they ignore now, but all that shit added vo- value to, to, you know, what Star Wars is now. But it was him and the the artist. Like I was like, man, this dude like. You know, when Larry said in the production text that he was sad, Like I'm like, why are you sad? What do you care? Marvel passed on it. You would have hated it. You'd be like, yeah, it's not going to be good. Marvel didn't do it. Yeah, but that sentiment would have worked better if Larry was here. It's so I could call Ooh. him up, but he's not.
1: Yeah. But yeah, that was a, a sad story of the week. But... They they put out pictures of the, of the Lego toys for Thor love and thunder and so everybody's freaking out over what uh Natalie Portman's Thor is going to look like which yeah looks like, looks like Thor to be
0: it you know i i'm more interested in seeing what she's actually going to look like not the toy uh yeah. because it's like i i i have weird feelings about this Natalie Portman Thor because in the comics, like, you weren't supposed to tell it was Jane Foster, you know? So it's like, is it going to be a body double? Like, what are we doing? And They're probably not even going to do any of that, but you can't really just put her in Thor's clothes. Can you? I
1: don't, look, I don't think they're going with the, like, and I've said this before, when we when we talked about the Jane Foster Thor stuff, is the the interesting the thing that made it interesting was that the more she used the power the more of her essence got absorbed where like the the cancer that was killing her killed her faster okay and but like if she's not when she's not when she's not using the power of thor she's like bedridden and emaciated like you could this this person is dying so it, it was kind of like an interesting thing where you you're you're healthy and powerful but it's killing you faster you know it's it was just it made the character a little bit more interesting and it looks like with the movie she's just gonna have the power like i think we've seen uh they've put out you know like cell phone video of the production Mm -hmm. and it looks like she gets the power because she visits the uh the shrine where 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 Mjolnir was uh destroyed by Hela.
2: Uh-huh.
1: I don't know if you've seen that. I haven't seen that. But that's weird. Yeah, it's like the it, it's like a like a shrine basically. That's also where Odin died in the scent yeah. or whatever. And yeah, it's it's a shrine and obviously they can't lift the pieces of Mjolnir. Yeah. So like it's it's like a like they dug around it. And built a pedestal that it's, it's like literally carved around it, and all the pieces are right how they fell. Wow, and they broke it. so that's probably what's going to be. She's going to be able to lift it up. And it, you know, it, the video that I saw like showed her near it and like having a seizure, which I guess is like the power, yeah, doing stuff to her. And I'm sure CGI and all that, but yeah, she she looked healthy. I didn't see no like no uh hospital gown or anything on her. <laughs> she wasn't bald. No. Unless they CGI her CGI her hair out. But they would have had a, a green screen or like a but green You know what? I don't think yeah. she was blonde either. Yeah. Did Jane Foster go blonde when she when she gets the power. Oh, that
0: was part of the whole um that was part of the whole like who is it? Who
1: is the female Thor, you know? So yeah, it was a while before they actually revealed that, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I it was, like, was doing some th- some stuff before you find out it's Jane Foster.
0: Have, have had to have been about six months because I think it was issue six where they
1: reveal it. Um, yeah, Uh yeah, we'll see. But, but I I have confidence in in Taika Waititi.
2: Yeah,
0: that's that's what's actually keeping me um optimistic about it. You know, I, I love his movies, and I'm gonna have to watch Free Guy, because nobody told me he was in it, you know? Including him, you know, I follow him on Instagram, he didn't say, oh, my movie's coming out this weekend, <laughs> you know? He's too busy, uh, uh, because he's, I, I think he's having a throuple with some British pop star, so he keeps just posting pictures of her, and, like, yeah, I mean, you know, so I I don't know, like, I don't know what he's up to, but yeah. And I'm like, today I watched the trailer for Free Guy because I didn't know anything about it. Like, I knew what Tiger Claw told me and I knew what you guys kind of told me.
1: Yeah, but you it should didn't... watch Free Guy just because it's good.
0: Well, that's the thing. It's everybody just told me these things and it didn't sound good to me, you know? Because we didn't really do a review, we just had a little, you know, Tiger Claw inspired discussion. And nobody had watched it except, I think, just you. Uh, maybe maybe Jay. Yeah, I and think
3: I had at that point.
0: Yeah. And uh, today I watched the trailer. not actually... stop
3: me from spoiling the cameo.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, what was the cameo.
3: I mean, there was actually several cameos. Yeah, but uh, I was talking about the uh, uh, Chris Pine cameo.
1: It's not Pine.
3: It's not Pine. No,
1: it's Evans. Oh,
3: oh, Evans, Chris Evans. <laughs> Too many Chris's in Hollywood.
0: <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I'm. I'm, I'm I put it on my list to watch, and I saw Taka Waititi was in. It. I'm like, oh, what the fuck? And he's speaking German and he mentioned Hitler. Like, I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime Paco Waititi has something to do with Hitler, it's hilarious. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and other news CW is doing a Gotham Knight series, and uh Nightwing is gonna be in it. And apparently there's spoiler.
1: I don't I I I I read some articles on it, I don't think I don't think they actually confirmed it's Nightwing. Yeah. Right? They just say it's a it's like rebellious children. Yeah. Really? If spoilers in it, it should be Drake. But the way they describe the character should be Jason Todd, which makes me think it's... It, or even well, actually Damien would, would work too for what they describe the character and the team. You know, they, they say the team is like the children of villains like trying to... What do you call it when they... Improve their image um, and become heroes.
0: Is that what's going on?
1: That's kind of what the article made it seem. And you know, Damien would work with that because yeah. the dude's a killer. Like depends on um, what
0: day of the week he might be a villain.
1: I mean, he yeah, he's he's a killer, but he wants to make his dad proud too. Yeah. So he tries not yeah, that to. Is, that that usually makes you a villain. Period. You know, and that's that's one of the things we we loved about what was it. Detective, I think it was Detective 666 mm-hmm. where it, it's a Damian Wayne story and you know he's like oh, I, I promised my dad I, I wouldn't well he doesn't say dad, I promised father I wouldn't yeah, kill yeah. and I have to break that <laughs> promise and he just like snaps a dude's neck it's like damn like yeah they, there's a lot there but then the article made it seem like it, it was Nightwing 2 and it's just I, the, it's the people making batwoman i don't know what people expect i don't know why these people keep getting work and that's the thing
0: like when you when you said in our pre-production text like it's the people making batwoman i'm like okay then i'm not gonna it's not gonna be what i thought Gotham Knights, because i remember that old book series gotham nights where it was like just you one issue would be like uh tim drake and nightwing teaming up then it's like batgirl and spoiler you know and it's like it's different stories involving the gotham heroes and they'll just have a, a short two three issue arc and then you get another one and i i love that series um and i'm like man that'd be a really good uh a really good tv show because it's like you only need to commit for a few episodes at a time you don't need a full-on contract you know but i I mean that might cost them more i don't know um but yeah it's like now that that you said the 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 rebellious villain kids i'm like uh
1: i mean look even the way the way it was described i was thinking is this batman beyond it's like it's just all over the place
3: it sounds really weird yeah, it's, it's like, apparently, fo- uh, following the apparent murder of Bruce Wayne, his a rebellious adoptive son forges in an unlikely alliance with the children of Batman's enemies when they are framed for killing the Cape Crusader. Like, that sounds fucking awful. Yeah. <laughs> Not that I know what that means. Like, what, what kids? <laughs> yeah. Like, Okay, I know
1: Riddler has a daughter. Uh, but. They were also speculate. Well, spoiler. I mean, because she's yeah. 2 daughter. Then uh, somebody threw out Duella Dent because she claimed to be Joker's daughter for a while. And then her name's Dent and Duella. So, like, oh, is she Two-Face's daughter? And she's, she's just a crazy bitch. It's... I think I think they mentioned I forget what homegirl's name I think it's Bluebird, who like is I, mean, I, does... I think an orphan when 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 Batman finds her, like she's just the tech person I, so she'll probably be the person in the chair, because it's also Berlanti behind it. Wait, orphan? No, uh, I think her name is Bluebird. Oh. She like wanted to be a Robin, and she has blue hair, so they call her like Bluebird.
0: Oh, that's the one that we thought was in the in the Robin's book, no?
1: Something like that. I don't use her very much. I'm, I don't. I'm not even sure Bluebird is her name.
3: To be yeah. honest, that's interesting. It, like I I know Cluemaster. I never thought of him as a Batman villain, but I guess he is. And yeah, Orphan's dad was a villain and her mom.
1: Yeah, but see, you're thinking of characters that are good. They're not going to have Orphan. They're going to screw up Spoiler.
0: Well, look, if it's Berlanti and the people between Batwoman, they're going to use good characters. They're just going to
1: make them bad. That's what I'm saying. Spoiler is a good character. I love Spoiler. She ain't going to be good in this show.
3: Yeah. Yeah. So
1: I'll watch it and let you guys know.
3: No, I'm gonna watch it too. Yeah, but you're gonna enjoy it.
2: (laughs) Maybe. You're gonna enjoy
1: it, and you're gonna talk about how much you enjoy it, and I'm just gonna sit here angry.
3: (laughs) Big man says next they're gonna do Bat Hound show. (laughs) <laughs> I'm Dude, still that waiting. League of Super Pets movie looks fucking awful. Yeah. Like, that... Is, one, it just looks terrible. Two, it's like... Poor, like, fucking miscast as hell. Like, it, it's gonna be a train wreck. Like, it might even be worse than Rescue Rangers.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, that trailer dropped Which, last week, too, right?
3: Yeah, that... It's it's unnerving to me hearing John Mulaney and Seth Rogen's voices coming out of Chippendale. <laughs> like like I know when I heard of, that they were doing it, like I was like, oh okay, like they're really funny, but I figured they would do something about their voices, like
2: oh, yeah. like in
3: the chipmunks, like they like it's still like talented people but they just like high pitch their voices but they don't do sh- shit with their voices and it just sounds so wrong <laughs>
0: I gotta watch that I, I think not to the mention to the plot
3: that. looks fucking what's the oh, plot
0: my. like what what do you
3: so the plot was is that a rescue rangers was a TV show and so they Uh, something happened and they kind of broke up and now they're getting back together to try and do the show again and there's like a whole commentary on different animations and like Dale got the surgery that made him 3D (laughs) now Don't laugh at
0: that that. No, I'm not laughing at that Oh, that's good, that's funny I'm laughing at Jay like the disgust
3: it, it's it's not Rescue Rangers. It's it's just it's just really bad and really dumb. Like who who was like we need to bring back Rescue Rangers but we need to do it like this. Like Seth Rogen. Yeah. Like he should be slapped. Someone should slap him.
1: Seth Brogan has a it loves bringing back stuff that people loved and then 80s and 90s yeah. and ruining.
3: But he it. does Normally, he did it good. Like, say what you want about Green Hornet, the spirit yeah. of the show, the the spirit of the show was in that movie. Like, whether you think he pulled it off or didn't, like, the spirit was there. You could see what they were going for. Plus,
0: it's like a next generation type of thing, right? Like, he's the Green Hornet's kid. Is that um, what
3: it is? No? no? No, no. He was the Green Hornet. He was well, okay. the Green Hornet? There, but yeah, like I, I see, you can see what he was doing. Like, yeah, it's son of a bitch. At least I, I won't have, have to pay for it. for it. Say again?
1: Yeah. Seth Rogan's doing Darkwing Duck. Damn. Yeah, he's yeah. the
3: one doing Darkwing Duck. But he's like, what can I fuck up today?
1: <laughs> only stuff that I enjoy.
3: I think he he might not fuck that up as bad. Like mm. it's interesting because uh DuckTales did Darkwing Duck as a TV show in universe, but they actually made it work where for when they actually uh, introduced Darkwing Duck to that show. Mm-hmm. So it Like if he just follows kind of what they do, uh, that might turn out okay. Um, Tiger Claw says Seth Rogen's also doing that CGI TMNT movie. Um, Have there been any pics or anything info from that Tiger Claw? Or is that
1: posted uh, the concept art? I think for that. Okay,
3: but that's. Concept art isn't anything.
1: I hear concept art doesn't always look like the final product. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know where I heard that. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: (laughs) One of those YouTubers you watch all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I (laughs) look you're you're what
1: you're telling me about Rescue Rangers is kind of you
0: know
1: it's like a like a messed up uh, Roger Rabbit.
3: Yeah, and Roger Rabbit is in it. Like, yeah, because yeah. they They're basically go through it. talking to all these like old cartoon stars, and there's a scene where the uh, cats from Cats are in it, and
1: yeah, <sighs> yeah so it's like live action. Yeah. It, well, except you know, there's Chip is a cartoon. Dale is is a three D like live action 3d or whatever. And yeah, they're interacting with other cartoons. Yeah. It's like a messed up Roger rabbit. Yeah. It's, it seems like the thing I think Mo might enjoy it. Cause he smokes a lot of weed.
2: Yeah.
0: That that's kind
1: of, um, that's, that's Seth Rogen's wheelhouse. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I know. You know, it's, it's a perform for people like him and I, it's a performance enhancing drug, but, uh, yeah, who knows? I mean, look, it didn't. That's probably hindered him when
1: he did Preacher. Yeah. You know? We'll see. And I was talking crap about him, but uh, when I looked up his IMDb, he also did Invisible. Invisible. Invin- Invincible.
3: Oh yeah. All oh, right.
0: Yeah.
1: Which
3: I liked,
0: and and the know
3: I still think Jack Black should have been Alan.
0: Yeah. So, put yeah, the
3: link. Tiger Claw put the link to the leaked concept art I can't copy it from the thing in
0: awesome news the the Fallout series is casting Walton Goggins
3: Fallout? The...
0: yeah like the game oh they're adapting it but you know it's on Amazon Prime they're adapting
3: it to a movie?
0: to a TV show
3: Ooh,
0: that doesn't sound good. Uh, well, it no, like exactly
1: it's just post-apocalyptic, except yeah, instead of zombies, it's you, irradiated ghouls and everything. Yeah. Which actually, yeah, the ghouls are technically just irradiated zombies. Yeah.
0: It's weird when you go to, like, a bar in the wasteland or something, and the, the a ghoul that's not, like, quite monstrous yet is, like, your bartender. <laughs> <laughs> and he's, like, giving you a drink, and it's a piece of your his is all like Yeah, <laughs> and he gives you, th- especially in, in, I think it was 3, mm-hmm. where, you're like, yeah, you got to go here and do that. And he's just talking to you, but he's all, his face is, like, falling apart.
3: <laughs> yeah, um, I don't, I, I think there's so many ways to fuck it up.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, right. well, it's Amazon Prime. They're good at that.
1: But they also have a no, lot Amazon- they have a lot of leeway because there is no like central character right your, but your, that's your character is always somebody new the only consistent thing is the war yeah you don't really like you always it, i think like right. uh,
0: but they're probably going to do this thing where they're not even going to worry about the atomic age thing and they'll do it about water you know cuz it's always water yeah, like you know how they were fighting over energy and shit, and it was like everybody was using the atomic energy to power everything, and that's what fuck everything up, right?
1: No, it was the the communists.
3: Yeah, it was nuclear war,
0: right? But because they wanted more of that technology.
3: No, it
1: was just communism. Like everybody had the technology. That was the yeah. problem. Everybody had the technology, so when they went to the war, everybody just launched nukes.
0: All right. Well, look, they might use different, they, they might find a way to fuck it up in the bases, like just like I did. <laughs> Someone like me has probably pitched the idea.
3: <laughs> I hope there are no kids in it.
1: What? There'll be
3: kids. Yeah. Why, why?
1: Why do you not want kids?
3: I just, you know, in the game, they're invincible. <laughs> right, so i hope they're not shooting kids what because yeah, they don't I'm want so... as a as I know but kids. but it, it takes me out of the game when i'm shooting things that won't die <laughs> <laughs> he's sitting there just blasting away at a kid i was like damn it <sighs>
1: yeah because there's gargoyle.
3: a whole like there's like this whole town of kids and it's like they're they're being assholes and you just want to shoot them so you can be over with and then they don't die. They're just invincible. Yeah. It's like fucking kids, man.
1: Well, if they have <laughs> kids on the show, I'm sure that some of them will die.
3: We can only hope.
1: <laughs> I mean, obviously they're going to try to copy Walking Dead. I guarantee that's where the idea came from. Hey, it's a, yeah. you know, we can redo Walking Dead, but different. And you know, I mean, there's an episode to turn around shooting a kid in the head. Like, look at the flowers. You know, mm. at the radiated mushroom, or something. Hmm. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I I have trust in in Goggins.
0: Well, yeah, I do too. But that's the the acting. The actual show itself, like he could be great in it, even though it's terrible.
1: Which will make like it fine. Just, like, if, yeah. if I can enjoy his performance, then I can yeah. slog through a few episodes.
0: I just watched him as a white supremacist the other day, and it was awesome.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, that show justified, is justified, awesome it's awesome in its own right, but he was in it, and it was awesome.
3: All right. I guess he's playing a ghoul.
1: Oh, is that? What, oh, he's perfect for that. Oh, um, he's gonna—he's gonna just be in makeup. Or yeah, CGI. If you have Hulu,
0: there's a a thirty minute Ford Bronco commercial, <laughs> and it's about trying to find the old. Johnny Bronco, the old Bronco spokesman from like the seventies. And it's him, and this guy is making a YouTube documentary about him, and he accidentally finds him. And he's trying to get him to come back to do the the last Bronco commercial. And it's amazing. I didn't even mind that I was watching a a 30 minute Bronco commercial. I don't even like Well
3: if you like. Bronco commercials. Acura has a commercial web series.
0: Is Walton Goggins in it?
3: <clears throat> nah, but there's really bad voice acting. This is Tiger like. Uh He might be in it.
0: <laughs> He's one of the bad voices. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. I'm actually at a news story. So if you guys want to call it a day, we can. If you guys got another news story, let's hear it. A tight 148.
3: I can't think of any news. I mean, yeah. there's a new what you call it coming out. Um, uh, Mark Andolfo posted on Telegram. Uh, saying uh she posted the cover for the new unnatural uh unnatural oh which okay. is, uh, called uh, uh hold on uh blue blood uh so she she posted the cover for that and she's also doing uh red seat the comic red seat Yes, from Red Sonia. Oh, okay. Which that cover I did put in our production text.
0: Oh, that's what. Yeah.
3: So those are her next two projects, and I'm looking forward to a natural. Like I love the first one.
0: Yeah, I still Um, haven't finished reading the last the last issue. (laughs) Now I have a reason to because there's more coming. Right. Um, and I finally found out what Draculina is without reading Hell Sonia.
3: Okay, uh, you you should read it anyway. Hell Sonia, yeah, is pretty awesome.
0: Cause she came out in uh, Sonya Versal, right?
3: Yes, I think I want to say yes.
0: Yeah, because they were in that Hell world at one point,
3: right? So yeah, I'll
0: check it out. I like those. I mean, they got me. Humble Bundle did a Vampirella, um, you know, charity thing. And I bought like 48 issues. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to check out these dynamite comics with these characters because they got a lot of stuff. I ended up getting a bunch of stuff from them. uh, Like Grant Morrison and Mark Millar were doing Vampirella books at one point. And. I know they hate they hate each other, but they're on the same trade paperback bill. All right, I'm in. So yeah, and Draculina was actually pretty good, but you're gonna have to hit like subscribe and hit the bell to find out because we're out of time. Well, not out of time, but you know, (laughs) let me hit this music. Osmo, uh, why don't you give us some final thoughts, man? Uh,
1: uh, a new mystery package up on the on the channel. Check it out. Uh, shot it at like 3 in the morning. So not quite the the normal energy that, that I have. In fact, I think like the editing's got some mistakes in it too. But whatever. It's a fun time. Check it out. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I thought it was interesting. I don't know. Can you tell? I was tired
0: a little bit but the thing is the lighting in the room is always consistent so it's like i can't tell that it's because of the time of day you know yeah which is good it's like you know hey it's a mystery package you don't know what it is
2: yeah okay.
0: it's like it could be anthrax <laughs>
1: Which, it, Which look, that's why, that's why that's I, why I film myself opening any package just to, just in case. You know, yeah.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> There's a record, Jay. Man, give us some final thoughts.
3: Um, I actually don't have any final thoughts this week. Okay. Cool.
0: <laughs> and and uh, for Larry, I'll say you know, Encanto is great, even though I haven't seen it, but you should watch it. And then for me. As always, man, we'll be here next week. Uh, Follow us on social media. We're on TikTok now. I don't know what we're going to do there, but we'll do something. And uh, yeah, hit like, subscribe, subscribe, hit the bell, and uh, we'll see you next week. As Larry says, we're
1: out.